Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Chris Rock is coming back to TV with a reimagined version of his autobiographical comedy, Everybody Hates Chris. Oh. That was a great sitcom. I should go back to watching that. Did you ever watch that? No, I never watched it. It was really good. It was, a, it was like a young kid playing him, right? Yeah, yeah, and he narrated it. It's kind of okay. like a, the young Sheldon or whatever that show yeah, is now. Yeah, like the reimagining Wonder Years kind of thing, yeah. too, right? It's called Everybody Still Hates Chris, and this time it's going to be animated. Oh, okay. Um, and yes, like the original, Chris will narrate it, and the stories will be inspired by his experiences growing up as a skinny nerd in the late 80s in Brooklyn. No release date as of yet. Tom Cruise is apologizing to a couple in the U.K. They were out having a nice walk, a peaceful walk, and then they were rudely interrupted by Mr. Cruz doing daredevil stunts, of course. <laughs> they say they were out walking on a uh, on a mountain trail when Tom arrived on a helicopter at the top of the mountain to do a paragliding stunt. Of course. He apologized to them when he noticed they were with their dog. He said, sorry for disturbing your peaceful walk with all the noise. I like your dog. And then he added, see you later, folks, and jumped off the cliff. Tom <laughs> <laughs> needs time on a couch. He'll just hop up and down on it. It's true. No word on what he's filming. Probably Mission Impossible 45 or whatever number we're up to now with right. those, that franchise. Um, Polestar just released a list of the top touring artists worldwide based on how many tickets they sold over the years. They used data dating all the way back to 1980. You too. Tops the list. Okay. With 26 million tickets. Yeah. Followed by your boy, Dave Matthews. He uh, he tours a ton, mm-hmm. and that's that's probably why. I know he's always up there in the top five. Hey, a buddy of mine recently just lost his uh, sense of smell and taste, <laughs> so he went to a Dave Matthews show. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Right. Yeah. Uh, Rolling Stones, of course, in at number three. Springsteen and the E Street Band. I wonder how many tickets are going to sell on this one. You hear all the uh, outrage over the $5,000 tickets? Yeah, and that's a whatever Ticketmaster policy, right? Yeah. Elton John, Metallica, Bon Jovi, Billy Joel. So, yeah, all still so far touring acts. That's, Stone's not in there? Yeah, yeah, I just said Stone's. Oh, okay, three. sorry. Three. Grateful, Grateful Dead at number 10. They're the first band that shows up that I, that yeah, they're, they're done. done. Yeah. Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Huh, that's interesting. I know they do very well at Christmas time. Yeah. Aerosmith, Jimmy Buffett, Rod Stewart, Neil Diamond, Coldplay showing up on there as well. And Ed Sheeran. Now, there is a guy who, you know, has not been around certainly as long as the Stones and U2. Uh-huh. But, man, he sells a lot of tickets. Right. He does good. Is there a uh, a certain artist or an actor or actress, I guess, uh, who's uh, aging but you still find attractive. Hmm. Jane Seymour tops the list. I was going to say, she was a name that I would bring up. I mean, a former Bond girl. Mm-hmm. And uh, what movie? It was um, Wedding Crashers. Right, where she played she the wife. she showed up in and, and the played mom. The, the mom. And, and uh, had a scene. <laughs> Grabbing her boobs. Yeah, it was so, <laughs> she was so good at that. She was terrific. Susanna Haas from the Bangles. Okay. She's 63 now. Wow. Sally Field, 75. These are actresses that, uh, actors or actresses that, uh, are still considered attractive in their older years. Right. Uh, this one I totally agree with. She's always been very, very attractive. Susan Sarandon. I would still shock oh, Susan all Sarandon. Right. Stanley Tucci from the, uh, he, he actually has those, um, uh, eating through Italy yeah, or tasting the, the Italy. Traveling through, yeah. On CNN. It's really good. 
Julie Andrews, but only if she was singing. Right, yes, of course. The hills are alive. Uh huh. Dolly Parton, well, of course, seventy six now. Jeff Bridges, people are still like the dude, eh? Like the dude. One of your boys from Bond, Pierce Bronson. Okay. He's 69 now. Is he really? Yeah. Helen Mirren, yes. Total fan. <laughs> I would. Yes. With that British accent. Yes. Sign me up. 77 years old. Wow. And this is funny because it's older celebrities you still find attractive. Selma Hayek makes the list. She's only 55. Wow. Yeah. yeah but that's old in Hollywood years. In, 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 by Hollywood standards, yeah. You know who's on, I think, you know, social media a ton doing stuff like that is Elizabeth Hurley as right. well. And she's nearing 60. Too. Yeah, that's right. I got to tell you, I've been watching the Golden Girls over dinner and that Blanche, <laughs> she's stirring me up some... How many cookies do you think you can pound back in a month, Lucky? Ooh, I mean, I do like cookies. Uh, a couple of days, so what's that, 60, somewhere 60 to 90? 75 <laughs> cookies? <laughs> if that's true, it blows way past the average. What's the average? The average is 20, tw 21 cookies a month, and right. I even thought that was a lot. Well, it depends on the size of the cookie. Or you can yeah. get a really big cookie. So you figure you're having about uh, two cookies a day, seven days a week? No, I'm not having that many. Oh. I'd like to have that many. <laughs> okay, all right. If I had my choice, yeah. I'd have that many. I like a soft, like a soft chocolate chip cookie. Yeah, chocolate chip is the favorite by far. Peanut Farm Boy cookies. has like just a soft baked one. It's so good. You 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 must have a massive line of credit at Farm Boy. Uh no, I don't go there very often. Thankfully, it's not too close to home. Yeah, I hear it's coming close to. Uh, I, I've heard rumors, rumblings of that, and I'm uh, very afraid of it. You're going to be in trouble. It's a, it's a lovely it's a lovely grocery store. Very nice. As long as you're driving a seven series Beamer. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, forget it. And go Although it's one of those places where whoever the, uh, I don't know if it's an architect or whoever designed the parking lot, mm. it's almost like they designed it not to allow you in. Like, it's very oh, really? awkward getting in there. Too many of those, like, uh, like curbs and well, that's that trees and plaza. stuff. Yeah, well, all of these plazas that are yeah. driven are, are built like this now. It's like, yeah. well, why? I've only been there a couple of times, and I learned my lesson quick. Remember once, because uh, they're well, one of the big things about Farm Boy, of course, is their uh, their salads and prepared foods. Mm. And so you know, and you look and you go, "Hey, uh, look at this! Is only so much money, and this is only so much." So you grab one of their little uh, trays, yeah, or their big one. And you throw in a couple of salads and some potato, and you take it up to the counter. It's eighty seven ninety five. I'll just leave this behind. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, peanut butter cookies come in after chocolate chip, then double chocolate chip, then oatmeal raisin, and then shortbread. Okay. Shortbread's just a Christmas thing, I think. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. And the oatmeal raisin is just, you know, like cardboard. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Uh, Snickers, if you like Snickers, it's now got its own seasoning blend, so you can dump it on whatever you like. Pardon me? Snickers, Snickers seasoning? seasoning, yeah. Well, what do you, what would you put that on? Oh, probably like ice cream, milkshakes, oh, okay. dessert kind of thing. <laughs> like, uh, I'll have my steak yeah, well, and Snickers blend. I guess, uh, other chocolate has tried it in the past. Twix had a version of it, so it did Cinnamon Toast Crunch called Cinnadust. Okay. So, if you like that. We made flatbreads at home last night. You like that? Oh yeah. What'd you put on your flatbread? Uh, I had uh, some uh, some onion, uh -huh. uh, a little bit of bacon, nice. cheese, and brisket. Nice. Uh huh. 
Your brisket is still pounding through your brisket. Still, still making our way through it. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't had your meat in my mouth. You yet. haven't tried my meat yet. No, it's still in my freezer. Oh my! I'm waiting goodness. for a special occasion. <laughs> I'm gonna treat myself right. Well, you gotta heat that up first. Remember? Yeah, yeah. You know, I will. Don't you worry. I'll it's be calling in the freezer. You. There's shrinkage happening right now. It does expand <laughs> under heat. Your meat seems very small. Yeah. Uh, this could be good for you, Lucky. But okay. With golf and hockey being so expensive. A website called Candy Funhouse, uh, Candy Funhouse sells candy online and they're looking to hire their first chief candy officer with a salary of a hundred thousand dollars a year. Holy crap. Anyone over the age of five can apply and if obviously there's no previous work experience He's necessary. Eat candy? You just have to love candy, be willing to taste, test a ton of it and have no serious Food allergies. Wow. My if, kids would be good at that. If you or your child are interested, you have until the end of August to apply on uh, LinkedIn. They say it comes with an extensive dental plan. <laughs> but it should. <laughs> I like that. Um, but a quarter of us uh, think bacon is an overrated breakfast food. Come on. You're a quarter? That's the... Bacon, I have a vegetarian living in my house, and whenever we cook bacon, she says it is the one smell that could sway her back to yeah. meat. Oh, for sure. I, I mean, unless uh, you're talking about uh, like some diner or restaurant bacon where they just don't cook it enough. Mm. You know, the, mm-hmm. there is a hit and miss there. Yeah. That's why bacon's great at a buffet, because you can kind of select your doneness level. Right. Well, as I've said before, if I never step foot in a buffet again, right, I'll be a happy man. Yeah, but I mean, when it comes to bacon, when it comes to the buffet or or, or choices like diner breakfast, I'll tend to go to the sausage mm. every now and then because I would. Yes, <laughs> uh, because I I'm not sure if the bacon's coming crispy enough. Right. Yeah. Well, it can be a thing. Avocado taste is considered overrated. Smoothie bowls. Donuts. Who the hell says donuts are overrated? Donuts. Overrated. Yogurt parfaits. Got to be careful with those. Those are the tricky breakfast thing that people think, oh, I'm having a yogurt parfait. This is good for right. me. Yeah. And it's not. Right. It's three quarters <laughs> sugar. Uh, oatmeal. Yeah, I've never, never cared for oatmeal. Scrambled eggs, eggs, Benedict, pancakes. These are things that people, some people. What the hell are they eating? If all of these are overrated. Oh, who knows? They have a bowl of fruit. Big cup of air. Air and a prayer for breakfast. And if you love chicken wings, this might be a, a gift for you to get, say, for Adrian. Okay. Love wings. Yeah. It's a lip gloss that tastes like chicken wings. Oh. Comes from Applebee's. It's called Saucy Gloss. Right. <laughs> you got your hot buffalo, your sweet chili, your honey pepper, and barbecue. So you get her to smear that on herself. <laughs> Get, get a, make it out. Get a smooching. <laughs> he won't leave me alone. He's all over me. We'll be naked again. I love their tagline. Taste my face. <laughs> I was at uh, the grocery store yesterday, and oh, man, was I grossed out. I wanted to go home and just shower in Perel. So I'm walking down one aisle, and uh, a dad's walking uh, towards me with his little son. Kid's probably four, somewhere in that range. Cute right. little kid. I'm, uh, you know, we're meeting about halfway down the aisle, and all of a sudden the kid just has a massive coughing attack. So then the dad was kind of weird, like the dad, and I think, I think the dad was a little embarrassed, so he's like, 
are you are you choking on your saliva, son? Are you okay? Like I think he's trying to let me know, right, hey, yeah. it's not COVID. Yes, you know? yes, I think we all do that now. <laughs> and so, so that's fine. So I kind of I do a little turn to look at something on a shelf that I really am not interested in. I'm just trying to avoid the kid. <laughs> and uh, we pass by, and then I end up going down another aisle, and I pass by him again, and the kid has a sneezing fit. Oh Lord! Now I just kind of look at the dad. With, I'm sure a little disdain. Like, you couldn't leave him home. And somebody who can watch him for the two minutes you're here. <clears throat> so then don't I end up with them behind me in the lineup at the checkout. Uh-huh. And I'm literally taking my shirt and pulling it over the back of my head. <laughs> I'm just like, oh. I mean, children are the worst at the best of times. But when they're just mucus flying, phlegm throwing little... Rats. They are little germs. Oh. They don't cover up very well when they cough and no sneeze. No concept. No. No concept. And they don't even seem to notice it. Like, I remember when my boys were little, they'd sneeze and they'd have snot down to their stomach. And they'd just be <laughs> yeah. walking around. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> well, normally they're just picking that back in oh. or sucking it back oh. in. I could throw up. Yeah. <laughs> I, could th- I just gag. <laughs> God, kids are gross. You know, we're gross as children and we're gross as, as seniors. Right. Yeah. You know, my, my dad, again, back to my dad, he visited for the weekend. It's nice to see him. The man's 83 years old. He's, you know, he's got some health issues, but he's hanging in there. I mean, hell, he's still driving himself from Windsor to Toronto to come and visit us. So he's, he's doing pretty good for his age, but it's, it's funny because there, there are some, Signs of grossness showing up. (laughs) Like a child. Okay. You know, with food still spread all over Uh their face and, or talking with their mouth open or, sometimes I'm sitting across from them and it's kind of like I'm a, I'm a dodgeball trying to avoid food spray, you know. Right. Yeah. Being young is gross and I guess getting old is kind of gross too. (laughs) Some, somewhere in the middle, sometimes we mature. In our thirties, I think we're perfect. Hmm. I really think that decade is spot on. Well, we seem to care a lot more. But we look good. We, you know, probably in our best shape. Right. We're, we're still really like interested yes. in things. Right. Like that's I, what I mean. We care more we care, about, yeah. things, about our appearance. Yeah. Uh, we're trying to impress others. Yeah. Uh, there's a photo. We have a, you know, in our, uh, in our living room on our coffee table, we got an assortment of family photos. And there's one of me with David on my back. I, I was probably, I don't know, 33, 34. Looked like a model. Hair's flowing. <laughs> eyes are bright and blue. I'm all tanned. I model, look, you say. I look. I got to show it to you. I got to see I got to show it to you. You're not going to believe it. Next time you're over, I'm going to go, look how handsome I was. What was that, the night? You take that at Glamour Shots, did you? Uh, it was just a simple... Flick of the hair in a sideways pose. <laughs> Maria took the photo. David looks like he likes me. <laughs> it's a beautiful moment. I mean, all the other photos, it's kind of funny. All the other photos are of like the boys huddled over Maria, and I'm kind of just out of the frame a touch <laughs> looking at a dinner bill. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, hey, and I'm like, who ordered the steak? Anyhow. Yeah. So I think, I think, yeah, we, we have a really a small window. Cause when you're a teenager, especially a guy, you're just kind of, you know, lanky and odd and awkward. Right. And in your twenties, I don't know, you're, you're still, you're okay, you're good. 
Well, in the 30s, guys kind of really, it is always said, too, that men, you know, men become distinguished as they age and mm. as women just grow old. And I, I don't know about that. I, know, no, I, was cut- I, don't, I don't know about distinguished. I was cutting the grass yesterday. I got winded halfway through it. I didn't have a nap. <laughs> Anyhow. We're all going to get there, hopefully. Well, my dad will say every now and then, he'll say, you know, you don't want to grow old, son. And I'll say, well, don't wish that upon me. <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd like, I don't want to, I don't want to grow up old in misery and in pain. Uh huh. But I'd like to try to get old yes. if I could. Give it a chance. Let me, let me have my moment in the sun, old man. Michael Jackson. Remember him? Uh huh. He did all right. And he's doing all right after he died. He earned approximately two point four billion since his death. Billion, billion. When he dies, been a decade now, probably more. Tito's still working at the drive-through. <laughs> <laughs> what do White? The, what do the uh, White House and Graceland both have in common? Uh, a lot of people visit. They're the two most visited homes in America. Wow. I haven't been to either, but I really would like to go to Graceland. Right. Although it's funny, I hear the same thing about the White House that I've heard about Graceland. It's always the same thing. It's smaller than you think it is. Okay. You know, the White House was built a very long time ago, and yes. I'm sure they've added on to it. Right. But, uh, yeah, and even Graceland, it's, it, it, they say it's, it's quite tiny, you know, and to, compared to even like a, a modern day McMansion. Yeah. You know? More than 300 million slinkies have been sold, and if they were all uncoiled and joined together, they'd go around the earth more than 126 times. Huh. It's a lot of slinky. That was a, that was a toy when we were kids. Right, yeah. Just watch this thing fall down the stairs. <laughs> At one point, you know, with no iPhones, no, no. Wi-Fi. You didn't need an app. Crazy things. You know, a, a, a long spring and a very good jingle. Yes. Walks downstairs, alone in pairs, makes a slinkity sound. Like, we, you remember it. Slinky, the slinky. Yeah. All right. Eddie Murphy singing it. Uh-huh. Talking about toys. Did you ever play with the Ouija board? Um, no. Yeah. No, that's, and I'm not down with that kind of. Really, eh? When we, were, out? when we were in Quebec, there was this like old, old, like, it used to be, I think, a hotel at one point, but massive house. All right. And, uh, and some, uh, family were staying in it. And I walked through this thing and it was in the evening with Adrian and I was, it was, it looked like every house I've ever seen in Scooby-Doo. Oh, really? Right. Like that kind of old and run down. There's some holes in the roofs. And I, I was like, no, I want nothing to do with this. A nice night. A hallway full of doors. Hey, why were you walking through it? How did you even get in it? We were just checking it out because the people were staying in it. Oh, Jesus. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like I couldn't sleep in that house. No. Um, the, the people who created the game way back in 1890 asked what it should be called, and it guided them to the O-U-I-J-A. Okay. I wonder how we found this out. Did we go back and speak to them through the Ouija board? <laughs> and, and did they think, oh, maybe they spelled it wrong? Mm. <laughs> Look, it is weird. It's an odd word. Yeah. Huh. Chuck Norris was a pallbearer at Bruce Lee's funeral. Is okay. Chuck Norris still upright? I think he is. Yes, he is. Yeah. Well, nothing kills Chuck Norris. Oh, that's, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah, they were in, uh, I think Enter the Dragon, I think they were in together. All right. Chuck Norris was, was in a couple of, or at least in, the, in one of the final Bruce right. Lee movies. Did you know there's a, and I don't know if it's just been an urban legend, but they say Bruce Lee was so fast that they had to slow down the film. Yes. 
Didn't yeah. have to speed it up to make him seem With a green hornet, yeah. yeah. The first Oscars uh, were given out, or the, at the first Oscars, they gave out two top prizes for Outstanding Picture and Unique and Artistic Picture. The next year, they got rid of the Unique and Artistic Picture Award, and by 1962, Outstanding Picture became Best Picture. Now, I would say they should go back to the two, because there are sometimes, like, the, the best picture you get in, like, ah, I don't see what was so good about mm-hmm. that movie, because it was really artistic. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, if they add another award... I mean, it's already a four and a half hour production show. Like, like yeah. you know, I don't think we need another award. It's enough. They should have like a people's choice, you know? Well, they, they do have a people's choice award, but, but not but, an Oscar. But yeah. at the Oscars, they should, because I know it's done by the Academy, but right. they should have some kind of like just box office award or right. some sort, right? Yeah. Because you know what's going to happen. Like this year at the Oscars with the likes of Elvis and uh, Top Gun and these movies that have made billions of dollars won't get a sniff. Right. But some guy on a tractor <laughs> driving through Saskatchewan <laughs> thinking about his dead wife from 45 years ago and pooping in a coffee can right. is going to win everything. Yeah, it would be interesting to see whether or not... Uh that Elvis won at least maybe best actor. I mean, because he, he, mm-hmm. he, he looks so much. I haven't seen the movie yet. Actually. No, either have I. I. And I know I'm not going to. I want to see it in the theater, but yeah. I don't know. I I can't. How have you not? You're you're like an Elvis, a real yeah, Elvis I know. fan. I know. What is wrong with you? I and don't. you go to the movies a lot. Well, we haven't gone since COVID. Right. I haven't true. been in a movie theater since before COVID. Right. And we used to go to Other Landmark. Filming our little movie bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, we used to go to Landmark all the time, but that little treat ended. And now oh. I don't want to go to Pocket, <laughs> yeah. to be honest. <laughs> if I'm telling you the truth, <laughs> it's not easy to go back to. It's you know, it's it's like anything when you have something. Yes. And it's great, and then you got to pay for it later. Uh-huh. I'm done with that. Yeah. <laughs> that activity is over. Um, this is rather gross. Well, two gross stories to wrap up here. Okay. The average human excretes 29,549 liters. That's about 6,500 gallons of mucus in a lifetime. That's gross. That's a lot of mucus. That's a lot of mucus. Hmm. And most of that happens before you're like six. Oh, yeah. Oh, I got to share a story with you coming up about this kid yesterday who grossed me out so much. I'm still, (laughs) I get the, the gross shivers every time I think of him. Cute little kid, but my gosh, get him away from me. You get all of that mucus out in one sneeze. You're, you're one sneezing fit. You with your machine gun sneezing. Yeah. Well, it's not a lot of mucus. It's a lot of, it's a lot of spray. Right. Well, that's mucus. Is that coming out of your mouth, mucus? Yeah, that's everything. Oh, is it, eh? Hmm. Yeah, I told, well, I told you the story of me when I was in like grade seven or eight and I sneezed in class and it went from my nose to my toes. <laughs> oh, nobody wanted to date me. Really? I don't know why. <laughs> Uh, if you blended up everyone in the world, this is nice. Who the hell came up with this? What? How would you even do that? There's like 8 billion people on the planet now. Yeah. That's a big blender. A big blender. And uh, yeah, this this is gross. Okay, where are you going with this? If you blended up everyone in the world, it would create a meatball mm, (laughs) that fits in New York City's Central Park. Like it would spread out like the blob right across Central Park. That's uh, that's disgusting. Yeah, very odd. Who the hell thinks that up? Uh, someone who's got a special on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it's our time to chat with the man, the Godfather of the Grill, Ted Reader for Helinda's Meats. He's on the line. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Morning, Ted. How are you? 
Vertical, man. Having a great day. Busy, <laughs> busy. You're a busy boy, that's for sure. Hey, look, at I was uh, checking out your Instagram page, as I always do, and you got this Montreal smoked meat sandwich. Oh. And, and you know, Montreal smoked meat, of course, brisket. But I, I started thinking about Montreal smoked meat because it is so, so damn good. And I thought, I'm just going to go look up a couple of smoked meat recipes. And I realized quickly, I realized with brisket how long it takes. But certainly as I looked at these recipes, I realized if you started dinner at 4 o'clock, you're not eating at 6. <laughs> because every recipe I look up for Montreal smoked meat takes 251 hours, 229 hours. The lowest one I saw was 106 hours. With Montreal smoked meat, is that just because of the timing of the brisket? Is there something else going on? Well, you've got to make Montreal smoked meat, you've got to brine uh, your brisket. And so at the joint, we, uh, it, it's about a six to seven day process. Wow. So one, it, uh, we inject, uh, the briskets, uh, with a pickle. And so we have an injection syringe. And so it takes a bit of time because it's a small syringe and you inject every, uh, square inch of the brisket with uh with this pickle mixture and it's a it's a combination of uh we use a little bit of um uh, uh sodium uh uh oh my god the, the sodium nitrate okay. in it and that gives you that pink color and the cure on it but uh and then there's salt and a little bit of sugar that's in there and then we add a few other pickling spices and such but we inject the brisket and then it sits in this liquid brine for five days and, it's and it pickles. It's interesting, though, because Lucky loves Montreal right. smoked meat, but is adverse to pickles. Right. It's funny that, well, that you it's just the salt, right? Yeah, well, you'd, you'd pick up that. You'd think you'd pick up that pickle taste. Right. Hmm. Well, you're, you know, you don't have that cucumber and the dill in there. We, right. we use the fling spices, and there's garlic, and there's onion, and there's pepper in there. But the injection is really it's uh, salt water and a little bit of sugar and some... Uh, and nitrate. And after, that gives you but from five days of curing. And after that, so Ted, are we back into a, a regular brisket cooking process then, like smoking it? No, no. Now, after you do that, you've got to rinse it. And once you've rinsed it, you soak it for 24 hours in cold water. Hold. Removes a little bit of that saltiness. Then you pull it out, we rub it down, and we let it air dry for another 24 hours. Holy cow. I'm just coming to the joint. <laughs> I'm just coming to the joint for the brisket sandwich. It seems so much easier. Yeah, and then some guy, you know, you're going to get there, and you'll be like, well, why is it so expensive? <laughs> and then and then it's a, then it's a, a 12 to 16-hour smoke. Yeah, crazy. So we made, a, we made a Montreal smoked meat grilled cheese the other day with Swiss cheese. We put a little house-made Thousand Island dressing in there. We had Swiss cheese, smoked cheddar, mm. and um, our pizza blend cheese all mixed in there. Some uh, caramelized onions, uh, charred cabbage with a little bit of cider vinegar on it, and uh, some of our house-made pickles chopped up. And that was all in the grilled cheese sandwich. It was mighty tasty. Yeah, it looks terrific. And i got to mention this to you, Ted, because, you know, I was uh, complaining to you over the last probably few years about how when I cook with charcoal, I always seem to lose the heat. It never holds its heat. And I recently, I finally became a big boy. I got my big boy grill, and I've got a, it's a gas and charcoal, and I 
cooked some, uh, we barbecued some chicken for the first time on this thing on the charcoal side. And holy cow, what a game changer when you're actually using a real grill. This thing held so much heat for so long and I had filled my whole charcoal chimney because I just thought that's what you do. I realize now I don't even need that much. And it went from zero to like 600 degrees and hovered there. <laughs> it seemed like for days. It's unbelievable the difference when you're actually grilling with real equipment. Yeah, it makes, uh, it makes a big difference, man. It's, uh, the, the hardest thing about charcoal is having the patience to wait for it. Mm-hmm. And you've got to let it get to that white hot coal where there's no flame. And you can barely hold your hand over it for about three seconds, six inches above the, the coals. Right. And you've got to let it burn through. One, you get a, a clean burn, you get a hotter burn, and you get a better cook all the way through. Mm. Very Patience good. Patience is everything, which I know you don't have much of. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, I've got all the time in the world. I should have patience. I just, I lack in that department. And finally, a little business before we let you go. As we know at the joint, every weekend you got music there now. Our boys double the pleasure have been rap- have been playing there and are wrapping up shortly. But you've got another man in his band, the Friday Night Funk featuring Christian Pritchard, a man behind the grill as well, but also loves to play himself some mean bass. And him and his uh, son, and I believe a, a partners, uh, he's got a whole band that are going to be playing. They're moving it from his front lawn in Brooklyn to the joint in September. Yeah, September 2nd, Friday night. Uh, Christian Pritchard and the Friday Night Funk Band are going to be there uh, live from 5 till whenever he decides to stop playing. <laughs> and we're going to have a really, uh, we're going to have a great time. Uh, he's donating his, uh, his funds to, uh, uh, his fee, what he, his band charges, they're donating that money to, uh, my favorite charity, Camp Bucko. Nice. And so that'll, that'll be a great thing. But in just talking to Camp Bucko on August 11th, we are doing a fundraiser, uh, a global, uh, night golf, uh, shotgun tournament. Fun. And so 72 golfers. There are a few spots still available. And uh, you can reach either reach out to me, and uh, we can help hook you up and secure you a spot. We'll be doing brisket and uh, pulled pork and chicken, and lots of beer flowing around on the course, and it'll be a really tasty time. Nice. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, and I look forward to coming up and uh, seeing the Friday Night Funk. I know Christian plays literally on his front lawn with his kid and his other uh, guys in the band. They play every Friday night on the front lawn. His neighbors must love him. <laughs> <laughs> They've asked him to move. Right. They've asked him to move. But, you know, he. He, he does an amazing job, and his son, uh, Lachlan, plays on the drums, and that kid is uh, on his way to stardom. He's Beautiful. an amazing young drummer, and it'll be a fun night uh, at the joint. You know, yeah. we just, the joint barbecue's about good food, having some fun, and just chilling out. There's no rules on the golf course. You can wear what you want. If you want to wear a bikini, knock yourself out, Craig. I have. And, yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I'm going with my short shorts and my uh, mesh tank top this year. Yeah, don't please don't wear that at the joint. That's just going to scare people. <laughs> Throw them off their food. Hey, Teddy, if people want that skinny little frame going, it'll be ridiculous. I'm shaped like Mr. Burns. Um, people want to talk global. They want to talk about Friday Night Funk. They want to talk brisket or Montreal smoked meat or anything grilling. How do they get a hold of you, pal? 
You're going to find me at Ted Grills or at Ted Reader's Barbecue the Joint. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.